What's good, my beautiful people? Welcome back to the Beautiful People Podcast. I'm your host, Marlon Hyde. How are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing okay. You know, I just did a bunch of traveling with some friends, and now I'm here and I want to talk about healing. Uh seeing friends and family and just being within their energy and their blessings. Man, it is so healing. You know, personally for me, I felt like this the first half of this year has been so rough, has been so rocky, has been so back and forth. Being able to see the faces that have brought me so much comfort and happiness over the years has just brought a big old smile to my face and I just feel so comfortable. You know, even to the point where, you know, at one point in time I was in, God damn, at one point in time I was in Jamaica and I was sitting back and I realized that I saw really both sides of my family, people that I haven't seen in years that I used to see every summer. You know, I used to be in New Jersey, between New Jersey, Jamaica, sometimes even Canada, every summer. It would be some type of traveling a trip. And, you know, I love movement. I love being around to different places, seeing new things, meeting new people. And all that just feels so healing for me. What what else heals me? Uh, cooking. You know, being able to sit down, eat a good meal, make a good meal, share it with friends and family. All that stuff just brings a big old smile to my heart. And in the world that we're living in where rights are being taken away uh, and we do not know what tomorrow is going to look like. And for some of us, we don't even get it tomorrow. It is so refreshing to have moments where I feel like I'm healing, moments where I feel like I get to celebrate my wins and my losses with the people that I care about, you know, I I want to go back and see my family before the year is up. I want to go back and hang out at the house. I want to be able to do that more often too. That's one of my goals moving forward in the future. But you know, until I get to a point where I can do that more consistently, I'm I'm happy with the life that I, I get to live every day. This is it's a beautiful disaster. <laughs> it is so up and down, and I'm. Uh, my birthday is literally in like two-ish weeks and like I love being a 20 year old that like I I have I don't know anything you know as much as I am you know I'll say that I am mod I'm put together enough to where I'm working a good job I get I pay my rent on time I'm (laughs) I'm living life you know, I came out of college, got a good job. I got a decent job in a great environment. I really don't know what I'm trying to say right now. But essentially, <laughs> I was fortunate to get to live the life that I get to live. And you are also fortunate, too, for whatever titles, origin story, friends that you have. Go and celebrate your wins and losses with them. Even if you have no friends, then you got yourself You've been there for all of your battles. Uh, One of my favorite things to do is take myself out on dates where I'm basically healing my inner child. You know, in a way, I'm walking. It's like I'm walking through life with a a little me that's just so curious and so innocent and just wondering why is the world this way? 
about the bad things, but then also being amazed, like, wow, how, how beautiful this world is by the good things. Um, I, I try to keep that young part of me alive and well because I can see how quickly it can be taken out. Watching these young kids grow in this type of environment where schools are just not safe. They're not safe from diseases or violence. And these kids are stressed out. They're scared. They're internalizing it. They're making jokes. They're finding ways how to cope. And I think a lot of us, we... I'll speak specifically for me. When I find a coping mechanism, I tend to stick with it. Not like an addiction, but almost like a dependency on that coping mechanism, on how I'm going to get out. And then I forget to acknowledge that this is a coping mechanism. This isn't a habit or routine or a behavior that I should be continuing past what I'm trying to get get away from. And then there's a healing process to it. And I think for some of us, life moves so fast that we're constantly coping. We're constantly, you know... Um, I was speaking to one of my friends about how we have these trauma responses that, and a trauma response can really be anything. Like, uh, let's say you had an abusive relationship and now in a way when your partner gets aggressive, you get scared or when somebody around you gets aggressive, you start physically moving away from them. That's a trauma response, a response to past trauma. We all have these things kind of floating throughout our daily lives. Some of it has turned into behaviors. Some of it has turned into addictions. At the base of it, a lot of them started off as coping mechanisms. How do we make sense of the reality that we've been given, not the one that we want? This constant question, how do we merge the two? And learning how to heal as a 22-year-old black man in America has been difficult because nobody tells you, young black man, you need to heal. No one tells you that there's trauma out there in the world. And this goes to Hispanic women, you know, uh, black LGBTQIA plus members, like people, communities we all have gone through something and the sooner that you can acknowledge that yeah something did happen and this was me reacting to it or something did happen and I still need to properly heal from it then the healing can begin then you can be helped along the way I always love asking other people what heals you what brings you joy and I'll do it some during some of my interviews that are not even related to, to joy at all because the news can be kind of sad sometimes. But understanding what brings someone joy helps me understand how do I bring joy to myself because it's there's no one answer for everyone. What brings you joy? Like, yeah, basketball brings me joy, but it might not bring me joy forever. It's going to keep evolving. There's going to be new things that also bring me joy. And I have to be able to acknowledge that and have room for that. Have room for learning. You know, uh, I'm trying to remember who was I speaking to. 
I think it was uh, Fran. She's the uh, like director of culture or something like. Um, she's basically like the HR person for my job, and I told her that she has a really young spirit, and it's really pleasant to have her around because just seeing her do the things that she does, I I'm just very appreciative, and you know, she said that she remains curious. That's that's the key to keeping that young soul alive. And I completely agree. The more you're willing to learn, especially learning about healing, learning about taking care of yourself, learning about just the world around you, the better off you will be in the future. Not even in the future, in the present moment. My theory about self-care is that you're preparing yourself for the present moment. You're going to be stressed. You're going to go through hard times. You're going to lose people. Things are going to hurt at times. But don't have to let them affect you forever. We must heal. The best thing about the human body is that you have no choice but to heal. <laughs> I had a cut on my arm and I didn't have a Band-Aid. I literally put some antibacterial ointment over it. In like three four days, it was scabbed up. Your body will constantly be finding ways how to patch up your wounds. And it may not look the prettiest, but if your body is going to force you to heal already, why not keep learning how to produce a healing environment for the soul? And I think that's where I'll wrap up. Thank you for listening. Uh, this, show, this show was made on Anchor. It is an individual project. And also, I hope that you have a wonderful day. Bye-bye, my beautiful people.